again, we want to thank our new snobbists. Uh, we want to thank my lovely wife, Alondra. She uh, gave me the business, but also uh, supported the show. So uh, I'll have to figure out some way to give her a special uh, thank you. <laughs> a special thank you. <laughs> so thank you to my wife for that. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, aka Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, aka Tech Debbie Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple Snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. We want to thank everybody for joining. We are doing a little bit better on the video and the audio. So uh, we appreciate you hanging in there with us so far. First week was eh, second week was, but I think this week we got it. So (laughs) we definitely want to thank all the Patreons for hanging in there because without them, none of this would be possible. They motivated us to finally get out here and do some video, finally do some live taping. So we want to thank all the Patreons for that. Specifically, uh, we actually have a new Patreon this week. Uh, My wife uh, (laughs) is supporting the show, so we want to tell her thank you for that. She kind of gave me some grief because uh, she found out through the grapevine outside of her husband that we finally decided to go live and do some uh, video streaming and live taping. So she she gave me a little bit of grief for that. So I'll, I'll take my I'll take my arrows for that. But we definitely want to thank uh, Laundra for supporting the show. She's been there. She's been our day the driving one. force. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely want to tell her uh, thank you for that. Um, Thanks, girl. Way you can support the show uh, definitely. You can uh, go to uh, go to patreon.com uh, forward slash snob os cast and for little as five dollars a month, you get access to the pre show. So we do a pre show to where we kind of you know, chit chat about things that have been going on, you know, anything we want to talk about randomly, uh, you get access to the uh, live show so you can join in while we're actually taping the show and you get access to our discord chat where we talk about, you know, random things going on as far as the week is going on, any ideas for show topics, you can throw those in the discord chat um, and just chat outside of social media, outside of the actual podcast. So we definitely want to thank you for that. Please support once again, that is patreon.com forward slash snob cast and um you can start as little as five dollars a month and go up from that so definitely want to thank you for that so other than that we're going to move right into the lowdown where we talk all things apple so we want to get into our first um uh, uh first topic and it looks like tim cook and apple um for those who don't know uh, John Lewis, the uh, congressman, maybe most people know him as Congressman John Lewis, but he's been a civil rights leader, civil rights activist for the longest. And he um, was a child. Yeah, yeah. And he recently passed, uh, I think it was over the weekend. And mm-hmm. um, so this week, Apple has decided mm-hmm. they were going to honor uh, the life of the late politician, civil rights leader, uh, John Lewis with a full page tribute on the website. So if you go to Apple's website right now, you'll see a, a big image on the main front page and it's got a, a quote by John Lewis and it says, never ever be afraid 
to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble, which kind of sounds almost like a Steve Jobs-ish type quote, you know, um, some of the quotables from Steve Jobs. And that kind of sounds like something Steve Jobs would say. So it's pretty cool that Tim Cook and Apple would actually, um, you know, commemorate John Lewis like this. Yeah, and um, John Lewis is known for coining that phrase, good trouble, um, back during uh, the sit-in um, days and, and the boycotts. Um, and he has, you know, this, the or the 24-hour period, I think it was Saturday and Sunday, he lost two giants from the movement, Reverend C.T. Lewis and, um, I'm sorry, Reverend uh, C.T. Vivian yes. and um, John Lewis, um, who both uh, were instrumental and were generals along with Martin Luther King um, during the civil rights movement, and for for both of them to to you know to to pass on. Uh, and I want to say I, I saw people calling them ancestors, and I was like, that's a that's a very good um, you know title for them, mm-hmm. as you know they were here uh, on the ground, you know, making it so that we could vote without John Lewis, we, you know, we wouldn't, you know, be able to, we, meaning black people, um, have the ability to, to vote. And, you know, that's one of the specifically, you know, in the upcoming elections is, is pivotal. It's pivotal in 2016. It was pivotal in 2018. And even more now, I think the soul of this nation is, is up for grabs, um, um, for 2020. So I think it's, we've seen a lot of tributes to people and I think that's fantastic. I'm glad that um, Tim Cook is, is, is also leading the charge from, from Apple's uh, perspective. Um, there's still a long way to go, even though this man literally fought his entire life for, um, for civil rights and, and justice and equality for black people and other marginalized people. Um, he still, he died, you know, with uh, he was I think he was diagnosed with colon cancer mm-hmm. even through all of that you know he has a metal plate in his head from you know when he was you know attacked and I'm sure he has many other you know scars as well but you know for him to to essentially come into this world fighting and, and going out fighting is is a true testament to him and his legacy and what we can do particularly as black people as we move forward is to continue his legacy by making sure that we go out and vote and that we continue to get into good trouble. Yep, absolutely. And I just wanted to um, uh, quote Tim Cook. He put a tweet on, uh, put a tweet on Twitter, of course. course. (laughs) And his uh, quote was, we have lost an American hero. John Lewis guided us toward a more righteous world. He marched in Selma. He marched on Washington. He marched for us all. His life's work shaped our history and his legacy inspires us to continue to march for racial equality and justice. So uh, definitely do a shout out to Apple for uh, commemorating John Lewis. Like I said, uh, African-American history, black history is American history. So uh, it shouldn't be just, you know, us, you know, black people celebrating and commemorating those that we've lost. You know, he's a part of American history. So nice to know that American, a big American company like Apple has uh, recognized that as well. So, yep. All right. All right. Moving on to the next one. Speaking of uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, Apple, um, their iOS keyboard suggests a black fist 
when the words Black Lives Matter is typed. So I don't know if you've seen this before, but on Twitter, like if you put a hashtag, uh, it will pop up certain things. Like, for instance, if you put hashtag in Twitter, BLM or Black Lives Matter, it'll do the fist thing as well. So Mm -hmm. iOS is kind of taking that taking that same step and actually added the black fist emoji when you type black Mat- black lives matter in using the iOS ke- keyboard. So I'm, I'm pretty sure this is for specifically for the iOS keyboard. So if you're using like a Google keyboard or some other type of keyboard that you can add now to the Apple. non-native keyboard. Yeah. 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 So you gotta be on the not, you gotta be on the native iOS keyboard. And um, that was actually released. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure I read this correctly. So, uh, iOS 13.6 was announced, but also the public beta for iOS 14 is out. So I want to make sure that which one you're on. So I'll just read the quote from this story that we found. The iOS keyboard will auto-suggest all three black fist emojis, meaning the different colors, because there's a lighter skin, darker, a medium, and a darker skin emoji. When you type the phrase Black Lives Matter or the acronym BLM, if you're on Apple's newly released iOS 13.6 software update or the latest iOS 14 beta. The feature was spotted last week in a beta of iOS 13.6 by a user on Reddit. So you've got to update to the latest public um, iOS, which is 13.6, or you can also be on the public beta for iOS 14 and you'll get that feature for the uh, Black Lives Matter fist emoji. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. So let's, yep, moving on. Uh, Apple Card is uh, showing up on credit reports. So for those like myself who are using the Apple Card on regular purchases, uh, people are starting to notice that um, specifically Experian is showing the Apple credit as an account uh, on your credit report. And it shows a revolving credit card. I don't know why this is a, a surprise. I guess because Apple, maybe people don't assume that it's, an it's actual, still a credit card. It's still a credit card. It's still a, you know, a financial. You still had to get credit. You right. still had to do your socials and had to run your credit right. to give you the card. Right. So maybe people weren't assuming it wasn't going to show up as soon, but the Apple card has been out for, shoot, when did I get one? Last year or early this year? I can't no, remember. No, it, it was last year. Yeah. It was right when it came out. I was still on the fence and I think I got mine maybe a week or two after yours. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh, do I need that? And I was like, yeah, why not? You gonna learn from sleeping on stuff. When you see something, you need to just, but you know what? I can't speak for everybody. I'm super impulsive like that. It's like, I don't need it and I won't look for it. But when I decide I want it, I'm doing it. Like same thing I was telling you in the pre-show about me getting into live streaming. It was mm-hmm. like, I was testing some things out and I was like, all right, let's do it. So then I moved all my computer down here and plugged mm-hmm. everything up. I'm about to go buy some extra equipment just to get into gaming when mm-hmm. all I could have did was just testing, but all right, this looks fine. And then forgot about the whole streaming game. I'm mad impulsive. When mm-hmm. I decide I want something, it's going to take me five minutes and I got it. <laughs> yeah. After I decide I'm in for something, mm-hmm. it's, I go ahead and pull the trigger, but it's the decide, do I really want to, do I need it? And then when I do it, okay, fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So yeah. So for those who have the Apple card, now you are, being recorded in Experian. Uh, no word on TransUnion or Equifax. Uh, the story that we found only lists um, Experian. But yeah, if you got a Apple credit card, they are tracking your credit history. So I don't think you're gonna be able to skate on that. <laughs> yeah, that should be. That's interesting. I may have to check it out now. 
um, I got, you know, through my bank, they, you know, you can see all that stuff and they give me like my credit score like every month or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to see because I know in the, in the article it says you can track whether you see a bump or a drop as a result, but I don't, I don't know why it would go up or down. Well, I guess if you're not current, then it will go down. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, again, shout out to Apple for showing up in Experian. Right. And I think that is it for the lowdown. Uh, we're going to move into the second string where we talk all things tech. And it looks like Instagram uh, via Facebook as a parent company is trying to get you to stay within the app to do your shopping. So they have rolled out a new shopping feature in the U.S. So uh, Instagram said on Thursday, I want to say it's last Thursday, it was launching a new feature that will allow users to browse and buy products from brands and creators without leaving the app. Uh, Facebook's, Facebook said Instagram Shop is the name of it, was rolling out in the United States on Thursday and will be expanded globally in the next few weeks. Shopping section will be available in the Explorer section of the popular social media app and will get its own tab later in the year, Instagram added. To pay or for purchase for an app, the company is also rolling out Facebook Pay on Instagram in the next few weeks in the U.S. in line with its aim to integrate payment services across all its apps. So I read the whole thing to get to the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes mm-hmm. is to pay for a purchase on the app. The company is rolling out Facebook Pay. So again, data is mad important. And I'm not giving Facebook my, <laughs> <laughs> my financial access to they got too many problems already. They've shown that they can't really handle what they already got. So I don't think I want them to have the the access to my debit card or credit card or whatever they're requiring to go on there. So mm-hmm. I personally won't be doing that. Mm-hmm. But it's for people who want to stay in the the Facebook bubble, hey, go for it. Yeah, and specifically to stay in the app. So, you know, a lot of people on Facebook, a lot of um, creators, you know, a lot of business people are on Facebook and they're already selling stuff within Facebook. Um, So Instagram is rolling, I mean, Facebook is rolling that out to Instagram. Um, Now you can, it wasn't like you couldn't buy stuff from Instagram, Instagram in the beginning. It's just, you had to use that website's payment processing in order to pay for a product and then, you know, the Instagram browser is not as robust as Safari or Chrome, and then you mm-hmm. may run into some issues, you know, so on Instagram's or Facebook's standpoint, it's like, all right, well, let's just keep you in the in the bubble, like you mentioned, and make it easier for you to buy things without having to jump through a third party processor or another website, whatever the case may be, you do it all within Instagram, no extra browsers, no extra nothing. But again, this is a ploy to get more data, which, you know, we are a little skeptical, but like you mentioned, there are people who live on Instagram. So this will probably be a feature for them to keep them in Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have at it, friends. Just, you know, be aware mm-hmm. of, of the broader implications and, and make your decisions accordingly. I won't be using it, but, you know, more power to those of you who decide <laughs> to use it. <laughs> Right. All right. Speaking of Instagram, uh, we're going to stay pretty much for all second string. We're going to stay in the Facebook bubble here. So uh, the next story is Instagram is testing a personal fundraising feature. So So if you have a cause that you're interested in or, you know, you, um, you know, think of it like um, what's the GoFundMe, 
GoFundMe within Instagram. So I'll just go ahead and read the story. Instagram today announced a new tool for personal fundraisers. The company said it's beginning a small test of the feature, which will allow users to link directly to a fundraiser from their profile page. The test will initially run in the U.S. and U.K. and Ireland on Android, followed by iOS. While users can choose to either start a cause or support an existing one, Instagram says all fundraisers will first be vetted to ensure they meet existing guidelines and rules. These rules include a list of supportive fundraising categories uh, in detail, which uh, cases a fundraiser could not be approved. Same rules apply for Facebook fundraisers. So again, the same features that you're already familiar with, like on Facebook, for example, I see a lot of people uh, for their birthday, instead of you sending them happy birthday or well wishes or whatever, they'll link to oh, a fundraiser. Yeah. Right. So that same feature is coming over to Instagram. Again, there are young folks. This is Facebook's ploy to keep hold of those millennials, those mm-hmm. young folks that... As people transition out of Facebook. Or don't ever plan on going to Facebook in the start to start. You know, they True. they started in Snapchat. They started on Twitter. They These started... Years, they right. start, they all, they, it's like Facebook who? Right, exactly. Yeah. So trying to keep them within the Facebook family, but <laughs> don't make them feel like they got to go over to the old folks' Facebook. You know, <laughs> they're pulling over all those features into Instagram. So that's a... A decent one. Again, we just hope that they aren't collecting any sort of data for nefarious reasons. And we also hope that these fundraisers are legit ones. So nobody gets scammed on Facebook. Right. All right. All right. So like I said, staying within the Facebook, Instagram bubble, uh, Facebook Messenger adds screen sharing feature to Facebook Messenger. So if you have downloaded the separate Messenger um, app, and you're not going through Facebook proper to send the messages to family and friends, uh, you can actually instantly share your photos and surf social media with friends on Facebook's chat platform. So basically, the new feature will let you instantly share your screen with friends and family, either in video calls with calls up to eight people or using the Messenger Rooms feature to chat with up to 16 people, with up to 16 people. You can also screen share in Messenger Rooms while on the web and desktop. Sharing with up to 50 participants, the current maximum in Messenger Rooms is coming soon, according to a Facebook news post. So I was I didn't get this to work, actually. <laughs> I actually tried it with my mm-hmm. wife to see if it will work because this sparked my interest because uh, as a you know IT support guy who takes clients, it's trying to walk them through iPhone stuff and I have to close my eyes. I'm literally on the phone trying to visualize trying to, trying to visualize what they're seeing in the screen so it would be dope if i could just say hey let's hop in a messenger room or get on messenger chat share your screen so i can see what you're doing and point to the right directions but again like i mentioned i couldn't get it to work um it's available you know right now uh you know you open up messenger uh and you do like a video call like you're calling somebody on messenger and then once you connect, you swipe up from the bottom. It gives you the option to share the screen. Then I can get it to work. So maybe again, I, I was a quick test. So, but uh, we'll see if this works. Because like I said, I I, I fumbled <laughs> on trying to get this to work. But again, it's it's interesting because it's a good feature, especially for support. You know, if you've got family members and you're you are the IT the IT person for all the family and trying to get them to do something, this is definitely something I'd be interested in. So I'm interested. So I don't use Messenger even on the on the website. Right. Um, I tell people 
don't send me a message because I'm not going to read it. Right. But I'm interested to see because they have the platform messenger rooms Mm -hmm. and then they also have rooms. Are those two different things? So there's a messenger on your um, iOS or Android. Messages, right? Then they have rooms where it's kind of like your... I think it's maybe interchangeable between rooms and messenger rooms and rooms. I think they just say... Okay, because that's what was confusing me. I was like, wait a minute, what? Didn't they just come up with the same thing? What's the use in having two different... Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I think messenger for the iOS and then messenger rooms for the desktop. And messenger rooms, like I mentioned gives you up to uh, 50 participants versus just a regular messenger app on your iPhone. It's up to like eight. Oh, okay. That's the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's in the same sharing with up to 50 participants. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. So uh, that is it for Second String. Uh, we're going to move into For the Culture, where we talk all things culture in general. Uh, speaking of John Lewis, um, you would think that uh, John Lewis, the congressman, would um, be well-respected, which he is for the most part. Well, no. <laughs> for the most part, well-known uh, within the circles of Congress and the Senate and the House, that whole, you know, U.S. Not government. a whole lot of black people, so. Right. So, as you can imagine, um, you know, the old saying that, you know, all black people look alike, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there was a couple of Republican senators who, in their well wishes to, you know, shares and condolences, they shared pictures of not John Lewis, but Elijah Cummings, the congressman. Who passed from- last year. Right, right. So, it's just crazy how, you know... <laughs> they were rushed to say, look, I know a black, I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. You, you prove it by showing the wrong book. Right, right. Like, just, just just, take a beat. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Do Everybody's some, still processing. Do some research. <laughs> Make sure you pull the right photo. Mm-hmm. They're both representatives, yes. They're both older black men, yes. But Right. Take away black, it's a lot of that already there right. in Congress right now. So just take take a beat and don't be in such a rush. And don't to, go so extra. Yeah. And 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 the thing is, in this climate and in this environment, people are trying so hard to say, see, look, I'm not like them, even though everything you've done up to that point has shown that you are. Posting this picture with this man and saying he's a hero and all those kind of things, you know, that's, people aren't going to forget. So it's okay to take your time to make sure that you pick all the, get all the right information together for your post. Yeah. And I think it's just, I guess for me, it's just like, you're going, like I said, you're you're trying too hard to be super extra when you could Mm -hmm. just say, thoughts and prayers or my condolences or he was a good man, whatever you were going to say, just say it. You don't have to go so extra to prove, like you mentioned that look at, look at me, you know, um, some of my coworkers are black, you know, and then that's some of my best friends are black. Right. And then you show a picture of the wrong friend or the wrong coworker. <laughs> just, just, and the man died right. last year. Yeah. Just, this is awful. Yeah. And it could be, look, and this is a, in most cases, it is a simple mistake. 
Yeah. But in the the the, the current climate that we're in, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the things that John Lewis did, you know, you would think that, hey, let's let's take a break because, you know, the, it's it's toxic out here. Anything you say, somebody's going to jump on. Don't give anybody no ammunition. People are going to say something regardless. Don't Had he even put the right person on there. People are going to say, oh, why is he talking about this? He wasn't on his side when he was, you know, trying to pass laws or do whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to, there's people are always going to say something. Like you said, don't give them the extra ammunition. And that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So uh, hopefully some of these congressmen, some of these people who claim to work across the aisle and claim to be bipartisan and claim to, you know, uh, aim for the same struggles and, and, you know, all that stuff. Let's hope they take a breather and, like I said, live up to the expectations that they themselves put out there. Because nobody expected Marco Rubio and this other senator to do that. We didn't expect you to do that. So why overcompensate and then make look like a fool? Look like a dummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So speaking of dummy. looking like dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Got a big one for you. Yeah. Kanye West. Um <sighs> had his first campaign rally in South Carolina. Uh, was it over the weekend or earlier this week? It was earlier this week. Um, so the rapper appeared shortly after 5 p.m. at the Exquis Event Center rally uh, with the numbers 2020 cut into his hair, number one. Number two, he invited, you know, press. And then this weird... I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's a, a, a what do they call the thing in the beginning of Saturday Night Live uh, where the where guest come and speak. Monologue. That's what uh-huh. I couldn't think of the word. This weird one man monologue to where he's just spewing random things that some. In a security vest. Yeah, uh, a, bulletproof a bulletproof vest. A bulletproof vest without the plates in. Yeah. That's their thing. The plates weren't even in it. So, um, and it, it was just all over the place. He was talking about, um, there was a point to where he broke down on crying, talking about, you know, possibly considering abortion for his first daughter. He broke down and cried for that. And then went into this diatribe about there's no more plan B, only plan A to exit, to suggest that he's. Uh, pro-life and anti-abortion which I can understand but at the same time this is not the right way to to put out that platform and um, you know he had the audience there and they were very vocal so some were cheering him and some were you know congratulating him other people were booing him and you know giving the quiet treatment you know he talked about um, you know as, as far as the abortion thing he He's trying, but it's not his lane because the, the quote he got, I got in here for this story, the maximum increase would be everybody that has a baby gets a million dollars or something in that range to encourage women to not have abortions. His, his plan is, okay, if you keep the baby and decide to go through with the birth, you get a million dollars, you know, so um, you can't just throw money at a problem and you can't tell women what to do with their body. So, but that's just. That's a whole nother thing. So then, you know, um, it's just all over the place. So my biggest thing is 
the biggest takeaways from from this is mm-hmm. one he's obviously in we all know that he has a bipolar diagnosis he's in the middle of an episode um and i don't know you can't make anyone get help mm-hmm. i'm not sure he has a family um i'm not sure you know what they can do or if they are what i don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. but it, it's clear he's in the middle of a break he's been on several rants um over the late night or the last couple of days um second he viciously went after this young black um, woman who um, asked him a question and um, he was giving incorrect information and he was and she was correcting him on his incorrect statements and he just lost it and the third thing is his statements about harriet tubman not really freeing slaves she just moved them to work for more white people right and i'm just like it's it's i can have empathy for his mental situation and and his mental mental disease because he has a sickness, he has an illness. So I can have empathy for that, but there are other bipolar people who aren't um, misogynist or anti-black. Or arrogant. Or arrogant. So it's like that duality of, I understand that he is in the middle of an episode from his disease. And that is something, I won't say that he can't help, because he has, you know, as he said, he has, he has, I think he said, I have $5 billion and even more in God. So he has the money, he has the resources to be able to take care of himself. But at the same time, he has the arrogance of, I don't need that. I can go out here and say, and, you know, do whatever I please. So for me, it's that duality of him being sick and him just being an a-hole. Right. Um, and, 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 and there's really, to me, no in between. I've seen people on social media talk about how, oh, you know, he's, he's ill and you guys are really showing your ableist and all these. I mean, it's just all these conversations. But at the end of the day, he is a grown man. Uh-huh. He is aware of his sickness, his diagnosis, the fact that he can take medication and um, get therapy to uh, to help combat um, some of the effects of his disease and he's choosing not to right. so I'm not going to just give him a, a blank check just to be out here just putting out information mm-hmm. misconstru- misconstruing information I think he actually got on the ballot in um, Iowa uh, he got uh, on the ballot in one state he didn't right. get on the ballot in South Carolina or Florida any of the major major swing states he missed the boat on them yeah right so i don't know if he is doing this to help donald trump i don't know if he's doing this because in his mind he could be president um or if it's a a symptom of his disease or a combination of all three to be honest but at this point i just I don't, he can have my empathy at, at, at a distance because at this point he has the tools, he has the money to be able to, to help himself. And he's 
from what it appears to be, he's choosing not to. That's his choice. That's his right. It's his body. He can do what he wants. But at the same time, you have to, there has to be some accountability of, of your actions. Right. And that's what I was going to say, you know, cause a lot of people who, you know, either side with him or feel sorry for him are, you know, on, on social media saying, how dare y'all, you know, we claim black lives matter, but then y'all want to tear down a black man because of whatever the case may be. And I see how people can also say, well, you know, he's sick, you know, he, his mother passed and that kind of started things off. And, you know, people are also saying, Hey, you know, uh, I feel sorry for Kim Kardashian or where's Kim Kardashian? Why isn't she reeling him in, you know? And it's like, look, you cannot, like you mentioned, you cannot, once somebody has made a decision or a choice as to how they're going to respond or react or behave in the midst of whatever they're going through, there's only so much empathy. There's only so much sympathy. And, you know, you got to be able to, like you mentioned, you know, you got to be able to, you know, be aware of these decisions and be able to take the blowback as a result. So I not personally going to be like, oh, you know, uh, Kanye's done to me. And, you know, all these things people are saying, because personally, I really don't look up to celebrities like that. So they're just other people that we happen to be talking about because they're celebrities. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people who either hang on his every word or are quick to say, you know, well, he ain't done nothing to me. So F him and all this stuff, you know, both are kind of on this far, far range. And like you mentioned, you know, you've got to be able as a person to be as an adult to decide these are the choices I'm going to make. And you have to be responsible for those actions, like you mentioned. So while there are people on the opposite ends of the spectrum for or against Kanye, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, we can't expect to, you know, obviously we can't expect to plead or make it through to him because if his family hasn't made it through to him, if his friends haven't made it through to him, if his bank account hasn't made it through to him, because like you said, he's got billions of dollars so he can take care of himself. You know, so if that, you know, let go and let God, I I suppose, you know. Yeah, I don't, I haven't supported his, I never bought any of his clothes or any of that crap because that looked like apocalyptic slave wear. Right. Um, And I haven't supported his music in a really long time. So I don't support his empire or what Mm -hmm. he does to, to make a living. But I, I do have empathy for, you know, the disease that he has. Right. Absolutely. And he can't do anything about what sickness what he, the effects. he had. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so he gets my empathy for, for being bipolar and being ill. And at the same time, he's not taking care of himself. Right. So that accountability is you can have empathy for someone, but still hold them accountable right. for their for for what they choose to do, right. and whether you choose to support somebody or not. Right, and oh yeah, so you reminded me about the Harriet Tubman comment. You know, his like you mentioned, he said, you know, well she wasn't free and slave; she was moving to work for other white people. And it's like it's crazy how people can make comments like that, and yet if you remember. Kanye West was on a interview and he said this multiple times when he was launching that weird fashion brand and he was launching, he was on, I think it was breakfast club begging 
these this fashion industry to please let me in. Y'all blocking me out. Y'all need to let me in. So it's like, how can you be? How are you so hypocritical to say Harriet Tubman, somebody who actually freed slaves and did something? You are, you know, uh, critiquing what she did. But when you turn around and beg these same white people who you claim control everything, begging them to get in, it's like, okay, well, you need to take your same take your same advice. You yeah. know, so, and the yeah. thing is, my thing is, he when he married into the family that he's in, for mm-hmm. me, it was one of those things where he was trying to say, white is better. You know, look at my family. Look at this. We're all better. The way they handle things, the way they create, all this is better. It's better. It's superior. But now, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, he's trying to make it. He's buying into white supremacy, mm-hmm. and he. He was shilling for white supremacy, particularly when he was out in his red hat and Donald Trump and, you know, this white person's my friend, that white person, my friend, name dropping all of these, quote unquote, influential white people. And now, like on his rant last night, he kept going on and on about white supremacy and, you know, how, you know, they tried to come for him. I think he said his his wife and his mother-in-law tried to bring doctors and lock him up. And he, I mean, he was going just off. So it's just like, I know it's a part of his sickness, but not all of this right. is a part of his sickness. No. He, and the thing is, I, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but someone said, and it rang so true. Kanye has always been this arrogant, but mm-hmm. when he was bumping out good music, college dropout, late registration, Oh, it's just genius. But then when it came on the side of what is this dude talking about? Mm-hmm. Now it seems to be an issue. But he's been this way. Okay. You know, okay. this isn't this indifferent. He's always been this arrogant. He's always been this I am quote unquote God. I mean, I went to um one of his shows, um, and was this the show that I went to? I've been is this the one where he, no, this, it was one where he was essentially calling himself Jesus and he was hanging on the cross mm-hmm. and, you know, all those type of things. So my thing is what we're seeing from him now is not any different than what he was before. Now it's just wrapped in his diagnosis and it's wrapped in him now being more famous and having more money and thinking he's more, you know, above you know, everyone else that it seems that it's an issue now. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't that big of an issue when he was a quote unquote nobody or when he was newer, when Jay was putting him on or when any of these, you know, he was producing for everybody. He was dropping all this hot music with all these artists. Um, because I know in one of his tweets when he was running, he was like, he loves, is it Lil Baby? Mm-hmm. It's so many Lil Baby, the Baby mm-hmm. rappers. One of them, he said it's his favorite rapper and they won't even work with him. So now he's all upset about that. And I'm like, but you put yourself in this situation for people not to want to fool with you because of what your own actions are causing you to be in the situation that you're in now. Right. And he doesn't, it's not clicking. Right. So, so yeah, I got empathy for the brother, but well, I don't know if I should call him brother, but I got empathy for the man. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's still, I don't see it. All right. Well, like I said, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Like I said, hopefully he, you know, 
figures it out on his medication gets to a doctor or whatever the case may be that's gonna you know help him yeah right oh well um like i said hope he figures it out but anyway so that is it (laughs) yeah right (laughs) that is it uh for the culture uh originally i didn't have anything for the hookup but uh now i do (laughs) uh stream yard uh we are now using stream yard to stream uh our show live so i definitely would recommend it it is Super simple. There's no software to download, no applications, no plugins, no extra setup. Uh, you just sign in. Uh, you just invite your guests and you connect to YouTube or Twitch or Facebook Live and you're off to the races as far as quality podcasting and uh, live streaming. So definitely check that out. It is streamyard.com and that's definitely something I recommend. Uh, if everything goes well, we will continue to use it uh for the foreseeable future so um definitely check that out uh so yeah yeah streamyard.com if you're ever interested remotely into streaming uh definitely check them out so that is it uh i think that's it for the show this week uh definitely download rate and review us we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify definitely engage with us on social we're on twitter instagram facebook now we're on youtube uh at snob os cast definitely like i mentioned watch us on youtube uh, i want to do the youtube the traditional youtube like and subscribe hit that like button add us to the notifications yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna do it uh, it is right here <laughs> it's, it's not gonna be right there because i ain't got those skills like <laughs> but definitely if you go on youtube you can definitely like and subscribe that'll help us uh reach out to more people finally you can also um leave comments and suggestions you can go to our website at snobos.com or you can uh, reach us out on email we're on snoboscast at gmail.com again please support the show uh, you can support it by becoming a patreon you can go to patreon.com forward slash snoboscast for little as little as five dollars a month you get access to pre-show taping some of the content that won't be on the actual podcast you'll get access to the live taping so you can be there with us as we record the show and you get access to the discord chat where we'll be commenting about all things tech all things show all things anything via the discord chat Uh, again we want to thank our new snobbists Uh, we want to thank my lovely wife alondra she uh, gave me the business but also uh, supported the show so uh, I'll have to figure out some way to give her a special uh, thank you. <laughs> a special thank you. <laughs> so thank you to my wife for that. And um, that is it. So thank you for listening. And we are out. Peace. Bye.